Welcome to Onwards the Podcast, where we cover all things holistic life practices, growth, spirituality, and self-discovery. I'm Kirsty Peebles, one of your hosts, and sharing this space with me is my beautiful co-host, Montana Burke. We're so excited to have you here. A loving reminder that all opinions and perspectives come from two truth-speaking fire signs who are doing their best to be all-encompassing. We're here to give you the shake-up you need to light up your life. And if you like what you hear, subscribe or follow as we grow and evolve together. With that, let's jump into today's episode. We hear it is what it is all the time. However, what we don't hear in that statement is a relinquishing of power and accountability. Let's chat about neutrality, accountability, and assertiveness so we can get you standing strong in your power again. Welcome back, my love. Today's episode is a little different than usual as we, our beautiful co-host, Kirsty Peebles, has taken a week off. Kirst has some really, really, really exciting professional developments in the works, which has meant that she's needed to take a bit of time to really go all in. As we know, Kirst is an all or nothing kind of gal. And if she's going to do something, she's going to do it well. So she's got the week off which is exciting. And you would already know why she's taken the week off if you follow her on Instagram. And if you don't know, you better go and follow her quickly. <laughs> and stay tuned for Kirsty's new episode where she will be revealing all her updates on the podcast very soon. So this was a bit strange, but as you know, if you're a regular listener of the show, we always kick off every episode with the card pull from the game, We're Not Really Strangers, which is all about getting to know yourself and others on a deeper level. So I pulled a card today and I will be answering it. I will be asking the question myself and answering it myself. And what I would absolutely love, so I feel like I am not purely talking to myself here, is for you to send me through, send us through your responses via DM at our Instagram at Onwards the Pod. We love the responses that you send in and how and the conversations and the ripple effects these conversations have had. When you share with us, it's just makes our heart warm. So keep them coming guys. So question of the day. What is one small way you can become a better person this year for others and for yourself? Now, I have a two-part. I have like a really simple way, which is for me to initiate more conversations. And I've recently realized this um, after moving suburbs and being welcomed into the most beautiful, friendly community. Like, I feel like we've gone back. 20 years where you know your neighbors and they know you and you say hi to people in the street and it's the most beautiful wholesome thing and even like people in the cafe who you don't know but it's and just how easy it is to strike up a conversation and I I realized this because when I would go on walks and I would see another person coming I'd be like oh like better move out of their way like we're not oval as well mind you like I'm not that wide at this stage of my pregnancy (laughs) um and I'm like, oh, better go the other way, like give them their space, give them their space. And I actually had to retrain my brain to be like, no, go towards them. Like, it's okay. People here are really friendly. It's just, yeah. So this is something I realized, like connection is so damn simple. We are so disconnected and it's all these little pieces of conversations, these little stories that we're not hearing about people that's making us feel so disconnected and isolated. So I feel like one way that I can be a better person this year is to initiate more conversations with strangers. So basically stranger danger out the window. <laughs> no, of course, using my intuition as a guidestick always. But I guess one big thing that I'm really wanting to work on this year is 
owning my inner child. And I've recently realized I've been acting from a place of my wounded inner child, uh, which is natural to come up during pregnancy and on the journey to becoming a parent. Um, but in order for me to show up as the parent that I want to show up as, in the way that I want to show up and teach my son and instill morals in him that, yeah, <laughs> to instill his morals, I need to start reparenting that little girl inside of me and be there for her in the way that she needs to be so that I can show up as the parent that I've yearned to be today. So we challenge you to ask this question to yourselves or even better is to ask somebody else. It might be a loved one. It might be a random. It might be a co-worker. But go ahead and ask because it can lead to some really beautiful outcomes. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Now, we kicked off by saying that it is what it is, is really problematic. And I have been sitting on this for a long time, if I'm honest. And the reason that it's uh, come up today is I was presenting at a uh, event last week at Inspired Leaders, and it was fantastic. And we were having these breakout circles and really beautiful conversations afterwards. And one of the women there was talking about how owning, allowing for people to, well, I guess allowing herself or knowing in herself when to stand up for herself, when to stand up for herself and when not to. And it was a really, really interesting conversation. And something I've been thinking about a lot recently is that state, the statement, like it is what it is. And I, it gives me, it makes my skin crawl, truthfully. Um, there's a lot of reasons why we're going to get into, but I want to start off by saying that so the cool thing about that statement is that it invites a surrender into the room. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. As we can't always challenge everything we don't like about the world. It's exhausting and it's unrealistic. Like it's every, every time that you get upset or <laughs> to speak up or to, you know, to advocate or to do that thing and it's amazing and admirable but also it's really tiring that emotional labor to always have to be the agent of change and sometimes can actually come from a place of not seeing the positives as well as seeing the growth and seeing the changes so as always we want to strive for the elusive balance um but in saying that we can't you cannot expect to get what you want if you never ask for it or assert yourself when something isn't up to a standard. And this is the thing where when we say it is what it is, you're absolutely relinquishing your power in that situation. And it depends, it's all depending on how it lands in your body when you speak those words. And it's going to depend on the context of the situation, absolutely. However, what we'll often see is people go through a shitty breakup or a situation ship and or they get ghosted or something happens at work and it's like oh well it is what it is and yes it is exactly that however when we say that it's kind of like throwing your hands up in the air being like oh well what can I do about it when in reality there is always something you can do that you always have a choice you always have a say in the matter even when it feels like you don't there is a way to stand up and share your truth it might not get exactly what you want. Oftentimes it might land you in hot water. However, in order to be that agent of change and to create your dream life, there will be times when you need to come up against resistance. 
and ad- actually advocate for what you want. And that might be something that's quite unfamiliar for you if you've not had experiences of people doing that for you in the past, especially as so many of us are walking around with a heck ton of good girl conditioning. Um, so this is especially true for you if you're always identifying as that perfect student trying to you know maintain your appearances, maintain your grades, maintain social status, be the cool girl, but also don't get in trouble too much and be all the things. It's exhausting. And we're told in that time to, you know, be seen and not heard and just be pretty and sit quietly in the corner. And and if we do speak up, then we're a bitch or we're difficult or we're divas. And so we've naturally learned to be more submissive and just throw our hands up in the air and say, oh, well, it is what it is. Meanwhile, we'll then go and bitch to our best friends and say things like, why did he, you know, I want a kind of love that does, you know, that's like this X, Y, Z. And he makes me feel all of these ways. And he does this ABC for me. And we preach on and on and on about what it is that we want. And yet when we're put in the position to actually ask for what we want or share and communicate and set the expectation and standard of what we want, we relinquish. And we just toss our hands up in the air and say, oh, not meant to be, it is what it is. And that is bullshit. There's a wonderful quote from Jocko Willink, uh, and that's from his book, Extreme Ownership. I, we've spoken about this on the podcast before. Please do yourself a favor, go and read it. Um, but one of my favorite lines from the, bo- the book is that you don't get what you preach, you get what you tolerate right? You do not get what you preach. You get what you tolerate. So we can go on and on and on about all the things that we want. However, when we get something that when we present the universe, will naturally present you opportunities to get what you want. And sometimes that will come through in as a situation or event or an opportunity. That's not what you want. That's not up to standard. And in that moment, there's your, you have a choice. Do I allow this? Do I just throw my hands up and say, oh, I'm not meant to be? Or do I say, hang on, wait a minute, that's not right. Now, being truthfully honest here and just looking at our culture as a collective and looking at social media and taking on these trends and just exploring them a little bit, how I've come to really see this whole statement of it is what it is, is a cop out, really. And more than likely, it's actually your your anxious avoidant attachment style manifesting. Now, again, it's going to depend on how your body responds when you say it is what it is, because sometimes it might just be like, you actually can't do anything to change the situation you've done because you've done all that you can. And that is the key component here. Have you done everything that you can? And like we've spoken about today, there's that we want to find the middle ground, though, of doing what you can. And also surrendering and allowing the universe to surprise you and for for there to be equal parts played here by the universe and by you. And one of my favorite ways to do this is actually a really simple saying from my beautiful Nan. Now, she is no longer here with us. However, her words and stories and energy still lives on so strongly in us. And one of the things that she would share with my dad and speak to my dad and he's imparted into me is, love, don't own the problem. Don't be left with the problem. I always like to say don't own the problem. Um, Don't want to pass the problem on either. But what I love about this statement is 
it gives us, it, it invites us to decide for ourselves, like, do I want to be left simmering over this and ruminating and dwelling on this when there's actually something really simple or something, it might not be simple, there's something that I can do about this. And I'm sure you've heard that saying that if it's not going to matter in five years from now, why spend more than five minutes worrying about it? And it is really true. But of course, there will be things that we look like, oh yeah, this won't matter in five minutes time, but it's got a serious charge in your body when you say that or when you experience those things. So for an example of this is it might be something as small as a bad dinner. And no, one bad dinner across five years probably isn't going to matter. However, if it was a night that you were really looking forward to, perhaps you're taking your partner out to celebrate their promotion or just them for being a beautiful, wonderful human who you're grateful to have in your life and dinner's not up to standard, are you the type of person who's then going to go and whinge to all your mates, oh my God, we've paid all this money and it was just so bland or the service was so shit. I've had better service at McDonald's or whatever it is. Or are you going to go up to the waiter and let them know politely? Of course, you don't have to be a Karen about it, but letting them know like, hey, like this is and sharing your feedback in a way that's actually constructive. It allows them to grow and it allows them to make up the, the experience to you. Perhaps it's with a discount. Perhaps it's with a voucher. Perhaps it's just, thank you so much for letting us know, like, we'll take this on board. Now, it's up to them what they do with this information. However, you have done what you can to get the outcome that you want. It might also be something, another example is when you've got a co-worker who is belittling you. And this is actually the conversation that inspired this podcast. And yeah, like this is a projection, right? This coworker is intimidated by you. They see something inside of you that's threatening. And so they're trying to stuff it down. They're trying to get you to relinquish, to surrender, to roll over and back down. And in some situations, it might be easier and it might feel really good to do that because it's actually not worth fighting over because it's not going to matter. It's something so silly. But again, noticing coming back to your body and noticing those situations where you're kind of like, oh my God, like whatever, like this is actually a you problem. And again, that's that can be problematic in itself. I feel like these those two statements are in the same ballpark um, because in any situation, you want to be taking 100% accountability, not 50, 100. And there's a difference between accountability and blame, of course, But when you've got two people bringing 100% of themselves to any situation, as opposed to 50, you're going to get a very different outcome. So if we've got a coworker that's putting us down constantly, and it might be getting to a point where it's affecting you after hours or during work hours, where you're feeling more anxious or you're having, there's a decrease in your job satisfaction, it is up to you to say something. Because again, you do not get what you preach. You get what you tolerate. You can continue to come home and whinge to your partner about how the, your coworker next to you is such a bitch, or you can actually do something about it. And again, it doesn't mean that you need to go and berate her and do what she does to you. That's not the vibe. You are here to create monumental, phenomenal change and bring about healing. That is why you listen to our podcast. I know that I trust that to be completely true. And Ultimately, it's when we continue to allow this to to continue, we're enabling it. 
you are not doing anything to change it. You are actually tolerating the situation. Now, when we're talking about domestic violence and things like that, that again is a very, very different kettle of fish. And that is not what I'm referencing. I'm talking about situations where there is minor aggressions or flippant comments or intentional bringing people down whether it's safe to do so and depending and safety is going to look like differently for everybody you'll have to excuse me getting tongue-tied this is my baby brain and Braxton Hicks going on at the same time during the podcast episode Um, now so all in all oftentimes it's a projection when someone is belittling you putting you down or treating you in a way less than what you know you deserve we know it's a projection. It is coming from them, but also it's not acceptable. We're not tolerating shitty projections and people trauma spraying everywhere. We're done with that. Now, on that note, what are we going to do about it? Because asserting yourself is so much easier said than done. It is so much easier. Like I should have said something than actually in that moment to speak your truth. And It is something that truly does come with practice. However, there's a fantastic book uh, called Getting in Touch with Your Inner Bitch by Elizabeth Hiltz that's all about learning to be more assertive. And it's a really beautiful way. It really debunks a lot of the myths about being assertive and that if I, as soon as I go against the flow, I'm automatically a bitch and I'm automatically hard work or I'm high maintenance. And it really helps to, yeah. Diva, disentangle all of those narratives and fears that we have around being more assertive, but it also gives you really practical, tangible strategies that you can use and statements that you can use to become more assertive in that moment. And that's really powerful uh, to regulate your nervous system and to know that you've got something that you can lean into. Now, I believe that is a paperback book. I don't think it's on Audible, so sorry, my loves, you will need to read that one. physically read it uh however well and truly worth it and lucky it's a short read now let's jump into into my favorite segment i'm woke as fuck but and (laughs) in this part of the show kirst and i work to disentangle ourselves from these holy humans who we like to think of ourselves as and these woke spiritual beings because we do the work and to realize that no one is holier than thou and yes you can be spiritual and aware and intentional and a very conscious human and still be exactly that human so my woke as fuck for the week is that i am woke as fuck but I have been following a lot, sorry, I'm following a lot of accounts that triggered me recently rather than doing the work. <laughs> and there's been a few coaches posting some polarizing stuff. And right now I'm at that space. You know, when you're so deep in the inner work, like I, I physically can't, like I don't, I can't do any more shadow work right now. And uh, nor do I actually want to because it's icky. <laughs> So that is mine for the week. I know I am being triggered and I know that there's wounds to heal and I am choosing to politely ignore them. (laughs) I fully intend to circle back to these triggers eventually. I'm sure that I will. But right now we've got enough and I'll play. Bub is due in like six weeks. So there's enough to work through as is. Now, on that note, my loves, let's jump into the top things that we want you from to take away from today's episode and our takeaways. Surrender is an essential component of your peace. However, there's a big difference between surrendering and allowing. You always have a choice and you always have a say in the matter as to how things get to go for you. 
for the love of God, please stop saying it is what it is unless it actually allows you to surrender. And in order to know if you're surrendering, you use your body as the barometer here. If you notice any constrictions, any tightenings, it's because it's your avoidant attachment styles playing out more than likely. However, if there's a sense of ease, flow and peace, then it is your surrender. Do not own the problem. Don't be left with the problem. If it's not going to matter five years from now, don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it. And if it is, do something about it. And lastly, you do not get what you preach. You get what you tolerate. So go out there, communicate your boundaries. And when you, in the instance that you get a substandard performance or people don't meet those boundaries, communicate that and make those shifts happen. There are our top takeaways from the episode. We would absolutely love for you to shop to share your top takeaways with us by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story. Please tag us at Onwards the Pod so we can be sure to see it as well. Now, of course, if you're wanting to know more about Kirst and I, you can check out the show notes below or come hang out with us on Instagram at Tagwits Mentioned or at The Wellnook or at Kirsty Peebles. We would love if you could please follow or subscribe depending on where you're listening to. And if you're feeling really loving today, I mean, V-Day is coming up, please give us a review, rate and review this podcast. And that way you help us help more people by getting into the ears of more incredible souls just like yours. And as always, my love, we, at the end of the day, I'm all here to walk each other home. We hope that you're heading into your day with a fire lit up under your ass and ready to make the most out of who you are and play the heck out of the cards we've been dealt. Until next time, bye!